Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Next Reel's Saturday Matinee, our weekly show where the Next Reel team gets together to talk about movie news, new trailers, weekly list challenges, and fortunately more. I'm Rob Camasco from the Marvel Movie Minute. Today, I am thrilled to have with us star of Ear and Screen, 
Mandy Kaplan. Mandy, how are you? I love that intro. I'm better now. <laughs> I did a little bit of homework. Mm. I just tried. You know. um, welcome. So glad to have you here with us today. I have a question for you. For me. Yes. yes. During these times of, I know, of, of protected shopping, you walk into a Target. Sure. You go to the exclusive toy area. And on the shelf are action figures of Sophia, Blanche, Rose, and Dorothy. You can only buy two. Which two do you that buy? That is so tough. And I have the four pop punk. Uh, they were oh, sent to me. Yeah. Uh, who do I buy? I think Blanche and Rose. That, that would that would be my answer as well, even oh, though I wasn't asked. Um, okay, you know, because I, I think of, oh. you know Rose being Betty White. I figured that action figure is going to be worth the most on, when I trade it out late, when I sell it later. And, you know, Blanche, because, you know, I just, I just like the character of Blanche. <laughs> Blasphemous to sell Rose. Oh. <laughs> I'm not talking yeah, to well, Ocean voice... the rest of the podcast. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Well, without further ado, our, our other guest today, Ocean Murph. Ocean, welcome. Uh, thank you. Thank you. He- hello, everybody. I am the uh, star of nothing. So, the star. Yes. <laughs> you are. That is not true yes. at all. I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, Blanche and with Rose. the upcoming okay <laughs> with no 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 with the upcoming football season mm-hmm. upon us, what will the Portland Steelers be up to? Well, the Portland Steelers are not. This is a Pop Warner team that my son is on. And we are not <laughs> playing. Our season has been canceled. Uh, oh yeah. so, no! So, so they will be up to uh, the showers and uh, maybe watching some NFL. And I think they're still going to try to do uh, Division One college, but I would be a little surprised if they finished that season. See, every time you ask, see, now I did a little bit of research and then I asked that question yeah. and I thought to myself, well, I hope the answer is positive. Yeah. yeah. It, well, no, I it's, it's positive that there's not going to be a season. Uh, what so, position yeah. does he play? Because keep, uh, he's a wide receiver right. and defensive back. Nice. Both ways. Oh. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Yeah. Well, I was just happy to see the the the, the connection of the Steelers yes. in Portland. You wouldn't expect to see that. No, no, you would not. That. The organization was started with that, so we have Steelers gear everywhere. So people assume we're big fans <laughs> of the Pittsburgh Steelers, which is fine because you know they were the team of my youth. Oh, so we're yes. Welcome to you both. We have a packed show of so many different things to talk about, but. I know we've got our news rundown. I'm actually going to put the news aside just for a second. There's obviously a a story that we definitely want to address. And it's sad and obviously tragic. We're going to talk about the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Um, Any, I mean, I don't know what to add to this. I I have have one thought, but I just wanted to put it out there for you guys. What I mean, over the course of the weekend and everything with all of this, any any thoughts to add to what's already been said? Um, I don't have too much to I guess add that it's additional to what has been said. I think that um, his his passing is is sad in you know not only the regular human way, uh, but also sad in terms of you know from entertainment value in terms of not only the you know the main one of course was the Black Panther uh, movie which we can talk about at length as well, but but also that his his star was on the rise and he was becoming more and more of a. Uh, not only a mainstream known actor, but then, you know, possibly would be able to get more and more roles that would allow him to, you know, stretch his acting ability and, you know, show, showcase that he could do uh, much more than either a biopic or, you know, make up an African accent. Um, so I think that we're, we're, from an entertainment standpoint, I think that we're missing out, be, out of, uh, because of his loss. But, the, uh, you know, obviously the largest tragedy is from a human standpoint that he uh, died so young. Well, I just, seeing all of the dedications to him and... Uh, particularly kids mourning the loss of somebody they looked up to is heartbreaking. So um, 
I don't know much about it. I know who he was in his resume, uh, but I have never seen him any, in anything. But I did enjoy him thoroughly on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> so <laughs> He was wonderful. He, that was a wonderful He's a very appearance. funny, self-deprecating, smart guy yes. and seemed to be such a light in in the entertainment industry. So it's it's very sad. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. I mean, I know you, we all have kids and the the pause of my reflection, I think, not just again about the loss and, and, and Ocean, you're totally right. I mean, just the 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 age and all of this that, you know, obviously what he was going through. I was like, OK, how do I relate to that? Like if I were a kid today, if I were 10 years old, what would I think? These movies that he's done just just playing the role of the Black Panther, hugely part of my pop culture, you know, stratosphere. I go back to myself. Okay, If I was 10, that'd be 1982. And it would literally be the equivalent of Harrison Ford tragically dying, right? And if that happened, I would have been – I mean, I, I don't know what I would have thought, right? Yeah. Because 10 years old, I'm waiting for Return of the Jedi. I've seen Indiana Jones. I have no idea what would what would have happened to my youth at that point. And I think of kids today and especially when you – like you said that you see them in like social media. Oh, yeah. I mean this is a, this is a huge deal for them and – you know, it, it does make you think, one, just to reflect on the legacy of his short career, which, again, tremendous. But then you also look back – you also try to see as well, then where do you go from here? And and kind of to pivot to this is, you know, the discussions are happening. I thought there was a story today um, that came out that, you know, the, the tracking for uh, Black Panther 2 was to start production in March. Right. Like that's what the schedule was. So obviously they are trying to figure out now uh, – Ryan Coogler, everybody associated with that production is trying to figure it out. It, it, yeah, Ocean, I know we are obviously both, you know, fans of the of the of the MCU. Um, Andy, you may have seen, you know, di- different movies and stuff with this. Any any ideas on like what do you do in that situation? I think storytelling wise, you don't change anything. You recast the role mm. and you move forward, right? Because the character of uh, T'Challa in Black Panther is so is too important to in, in necessarily be tied to the actor. Right, it's not you know the, the the that character on screen to see a superhero on screen. The main character looks like me. You know that's that is right. that is that character needs to be there. And so I think that of the you know the two obvious options are to you know you can it's comic book so you can kill him off and go a different direction and have someone else be the main character, or you just recast him to, you know similarly to how how they've done James Bond for years, right? And that the the right. character need, needs to continue and live on in those stories and there's there's a wealth of stories from the source material on Black Panther to keep that going and to move that forward. I mean, I think you obviously have a, you know, either a nod or some way to acknowledge that you've passed the torch to another actor in, in some fashion, whether it's, you know, before the movie or in the end credits or whatever. But at, but at the same time, I feel that I feel very strongly that you should recast the act, recast the character and then keep those stories going because the story, the stories and what the Black Panther superhero means is is even is even more important than letting it die off you know for a, a great tragedy of an actor but the, the character should not die off in that way oh absolutely i agree no no that character's got a future Reg- i mean regardless of even if they if they don't recast the t'challa character himself or if they put someone else in there i mean uh, mbaku you know i could think of a couple different characters that they actually could work that in but regardless i mean there's going to be more black there's going to be more black panther movies there's going to be a role for black panther moving forward in the mcu so um, obviously, just on behalf of the next reel, uh, all of our thoughts to uh, his family, his friends, his co-workers, and all the people that just clearly touched by his performance. I know I have been in, in our family, and uh, you know we certainly will uh, we'll look forward um, 
to enjoying his movies and seeing what's next uh, as well for the legacy that he has in that character. The hell are you supposed to be? I'm vengeance. Now, our news was a little heavy on superheroes, I saw. We did, um, in our usual uh, contabulation of votes and other things, uh, we had a couple things come up here uh, that rose to the top. Fandom, I know there has still been talking about the, the DC event that took place a few weeks ago. Lots of stuff. Well, I was uh, fooled by the internet for a Batman trailer a couple weeks, uh, a few uh, about a month ago. So I'm, I'm glad there's an actual Batman trailer out now. And uh, you know, being a uh, uh, diehard Batman fan, I, I'm, I'm very excited about that specific one. Uh, the trailers and everything look good, and hopefully they don't, uh, you know, DCU it up um, and make it actually a really decent movie. I think that there's, I have a cautious optimism towards the whole, the whole endeavor um because the the characters are exciting are exciting and you know there's uh new fresh takes on some of them uh that i do like uh and you know seeing what they're what they're putting out but i you know i have my cautious optimism because you know the the movies that have been put out to this point have been you know i think the best you can say about them is that they were right right you know so (laughs) so i mean so i'm hoping that this batman one comes out that it's great uh the wonder woman 1984 trailer looked pretty good as well so i you know i'm very i'm looking forward to those and hoping that those are you know those two movies can help them start moving more towards uh you know a a, something closer to what marvel has done a real successful universe of, of movies that you actually then want to see them and then see what happens next uh i'm less optimistic about flash but the the other ones i think look pretty good is betty white in any of these upcoming titles oh my god <laughs> is she batman uh, you know she might be in one woman nice in 84 there is a, uh, <laughs> there's a weird shady pines uh <laughs> segment where they it's <laughs> a dark dark place you went to my friend no uh i as as everyone knows from the next reel i am not a superhero movie watcher so i don't know what fandom is and i don't know the difference between dc and marvel and please don't hate me we will not we will not hit you we will we will educate yes, you yeah, exactly. <laughs> so fandom fandom was like their fan event that was a really well produced it was an all-day event on a saturday it happened on i think august 22nd and they just did a great job i mean it was it was like comic con online but 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 yeah. online yeah. And produced so much better than Comic-Con did it back in July. So everyone's learning. People are learning in this world now how we make these things work. And it was just great. I mean, the big things was was the Wonder Woman trailer. We learned more about the Suicide Squad. The Zack Snyder, if you know Justice League, there's going to be a a re-release of a revised Justice League on HBO Max sometime uh, in 2021. And then the Batman trailer with Robert Patterson, which... There's no vampires or werewolves or anything in it at all. Can't be doing this. No, yeah, sure. We're sure, sure. Right. <laughs> no proof yet. Yeah. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Our true enemy has not yet shown his face. Uh, all right, well, we'll, we'll, we'll switch gears. So here's some interesting stuff. Speaking of uh, recutting movies, there's a story about Francis Ford Coppola has a new cut of The Godfather Part 3. Why? Yeah, what? <laughs> I did not I see this I saw that article. and I went, 
Yeah. What happened? Like, I mean, you know, Godfather Part Three. If you've seen the Godfather Part Three, it's not the best. Is, the is he cutting Sophia out? Wasn't she in that one? Uh, I par- apparently <laughs> she was not good. There is some. There's going to be some editing that's going to take place. But yeah, I mean, just I thought that was just totally random. And we know this. I think they talked about this maybe a few weeks ago. The news about uh, Sylvester Stallone. He's going to recut Rocky Four. Yeah. Like, there's there's all this. Look, what's amazing? <laughs> that's what the this, best news these ever. times do. What's that? That's the best news ever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm all in Rocky Four recut, redo. No it. robot? Yeah. You know, honestly, I, I, I'm persuaded that I think the robot should stay. I've seen both pro and con on the robot. And so I know that the, the, the news has come out where Sloan has, has uh, announced that he's not going to have the, the robot in the, in the movie. And so in the new, re- in the new, you know, director's cut that he's making for the 35th That wasn't anniversary, a joke. The robot no, in Rocky—that's oh, not oh, a joke. No. <laughs> no, that's not a joke. He's going to take the robot out. So, but I think that you know, Rocky yes. Four is such an over-the-top great kids, you know, movie. I mean, it's not like it's not like the rest of this movie is is some you know deep dive into the psychological trauma of, of Rocky. It you know it is much. It's you know it's a Cold War anal- an- analog. It you know it's fun. It has you know basically it's the only movie I think I've ever seen that has. I mean, what does it have? Three training sequences, two fights. You oh, know, one one montage. death. Yeah, exactly. A bunch of there's a bunch of monster. There's a montage of him driving in a car, right? <laughs> and that you're sitting there singing along with anything with flashbacks of the other movies. And then they you know then they, so there's there's so much fun here that the robot is just another silly ridiculous thing about about them right and and honestly i think it even you know lends somewhat to the character right because rocky is a fun character he's a boxer he's very skilled in that but he is not bright right and neither is polly and and you know when they get money one not bright person giving another not bright person a robot makes total sense. And so in I the think 80s, that, yes, it does. Yes, it does. It completely <laughs> makes sense. And so I think that you lose a little bit of the charm and the whimsy of the movie by taking the robot out. So I, you know, I, I I'm definitely, you know, hashtag leave in the robot. We got, no, I, I don't know how to follow that up. That, I didn't even know we were going to go there. Yeah, so. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's the, <laughs> yeah. you know, the stuff that's going on. Um, though this is interesting, too. Uh, Daniel Day Kim, Randall Park, uh, stories come out that they're uh, they're good friends in real good friends in real life. Uh, they have a screenplay that is per- currently in production. They're going to do a heist. Film. I love it. I'm very excited. Right? Well, I, I have a soft spot for Randall Park. I think he's just oh, yeah. s- special. Such a great talent. So charming. Um, and I am such a fan of just... Not colorblind casting, that's the wrong word, but, you know, why can't a heist be pulled off by, led by two Asian Americans? I think it's great, and they're both so charming, and I really look forward to just a diverse, fun, I love heist movies. I'm really looking forward to it. For those of you who are interested in Mandalorian, I know it's not a movie, but Mandalorian season two, big deals dropping October 30th, the first episode. Shot. I think a lot of people got shocked. Yeah, yes. October 30th. I have to text yeah. my yes. son right now. He's going to flip. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You will get, let me tell you, if you would have told me Mandalorian season two was going to begin before this election coming up, I would have been like, there's no way that's possible. We're in a crazy world now. Yeah. yeah. That's possible. So. <laughs> So this is where we are. Well, you did you did just kind of blow right past this. It's really the more baby Yoda, right? Because the, the Mandalorian is really just a vehicle, so I can get more baby Yoda, right? Because that's you know the that's child. exactly that's 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 all I want. So that's baby what Yoda he's into. Is the, yeah, it, it, it's well, exactly what I'm into. Everybody's baby into baby Yoda, the, right? Yes, 
Yeah, he he is he is the best character in, in that in that show, and so I, I'm uh, excited about what they're going to do for a second season. And uh, given that sure. the Mandalorian's, you know, the the arc of him is just a he's a bounty hunter that just does things for, and he can do things for money. So that makes it where you can go in several different directions. And so they've done a decent job of making it, you know, I guess for lack of a better term, humanizing him by having him care for Baby Yoda. But you know, at the end of the day, I think Baby Yoda is just taking care of him because because uh, Baby Yoda's the man. Baby Yoda is taking care of all of us. Yes, yes. Uh, it's time for our yeah. trailer picks. Um, trailer picks. Well, I don't know if I said trailer. I'm almost like trailer parks. I don't know if I. I like that. I should have rethought that. That's eh, all right. <laughs> uh, Mandy, let's let's begin with you. What's your uh, your pick of the trailer? Did, that doesn't work either. But I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> yes. Okay, so it's a Disney Plus movie. I don't have more details than that, and it's called The Secret Society of Second Born Royals. And uh, it's about as close to a superhero movie as I'll watch, uh, because I think my son would enjoy it. It seems to have a sense of magic, and uh, I love the idea of, like, a secret society and finding out these people have powers and are being secretly trained. And um, I thought it looked very cool for, you know, having a 10-year-old son makes me biased, but I thought it looked cool for the whole family. I was going to say, no, no, you don't have to apologize on any of that because any of us who have had children, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> so we've we've all had our Disney Channel periods of yes. life. Yes. Uh, no, this looks totally fun. I had not heard of this. Um, I can't believe it's coming September 25th. I know. So just in a few weeks, some new content for the Disney Channel. I mean, sorry, for Disney Plus, for those of those who are subscribers, and you should be. Um, and I'll tell you, when you when I watched it, the thing I came up with was – they are just throwing a ton of cash at Disney Plus productions. Yeah. yeah. It looks fantastic. It looks good. And it's not star-studded, although these kids might be famous to other teens and tweens. But, right, right. But it's certainly not like a, you know, Robert Downey Jr. vehicle or something. This is like, I, I thought it looked great. Yeah, we're using teen here in air quotes, right? Because the, uh, the main actress is uh, 29 years old. Uh, oh, is so she? The, oh, yeah. really? <laughs> it's uh, so the the uh, part of it though. The director is Anna Mastro, whose work I'm not as familiar with. She has a few movies. When I was reading through her uh, IMDb here, that I've seen right. some TV. Like she did you know, the the main one that jumps out to me is uh, Shameless, and she did directed some um, Unreal, which is which is a little show. I don't know if anyone knows about that. It was a basically a behind the scenes version of, of the, the Bachelor. Bachelor of the Bachelor. It was great. Yeah, so, I did yeah, that. No, it was, it was yeah. a great show. My my wife and I binged it. Um, and then the main star is uh, Elodie Young, who I had not heard of as as from her name. But the big thing I see on here is she's basically in a lot of different action uh, action fair. Uh, she was a lecturer in the Daredevil television show. Oh, uh, so if you saw that, and then uh, she had some characters in the Hitman's Bodyguard, and she's in Gods of Egypt, and also GI Joe Retaliation, which uh, those are the the main things that she is known for. But gotcha. Yeah. So so yeah. So there. You know, it, it definitely looks like a great teen movie. And it's a lot of fun for the family. I can't wait to actually show it to my kids. And I also hope uh, for you, Mandy, that it, it becomes a gateway drug to other superhero movies to show Don't you the hold wonders. Your breath, Ocean. <laughs> to show you the wonders of, of what that genre can bring. You know, it's funny not to go off on a tangent, but my son doesn't like superheroes. He's never been into them. If he said, yeah. "I want to watch Iron Man," of course I would sit and watch Iron Man with him. Right, right. But he's like, "No, I don't. I don't want to watch it." So, 
Okay. He got that from me, I guess. Sorry. Right. I think that may have been a first yeah. for Saturday matinee to encourage the use of a gateway drug. <laughs> yeah. That I may or may not. Um, but yeah. if there was going to be I one, say just I go straight know. for the hard stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go right for Deadpool. Okay, Don't waste your time right. with this Disney. Oh, so then, yeah. oh, right? Wow. So straight That's to something Infinity I would say. All right. So. Dead, we'll go to, to uh, yeah. Make that a double, double Deadpool, Deadpool two. Yeah. You'd be set. Um, that's no, great, no, great pick though. Again, I had not even heard this, hadn't even seen this on the promos for for Disney cool. Plus. So looking forward to this. Ocean, you are next. My movie selection is called Critical Thinking, and um, it is, uh, is directed by and stars John Leguizamo, and uh, stars also stars also starring Rachel Bay Jones and Michael Kenneth Williams, uh, who I love his work from uh, The Wire because he is Omar. So every time I see his name, I think Omar coming. Um, and so the synopsis of it is obviously it's a true story about the Miami Jackson High School team. Uh, it's a chess team uh, with the, they were the first inner city team to win the uh, U.S. National Chess Championship. Um, I find that for me, the interest in it really was, you know, for two primary reasons. One, you know, as much as I, as I want to pretend I don't, I really do like watching movies that are inspirational movies that overcome adversity. Um, you know, usually I watch them through the prism of a sport, uh, but the game of chess will do for me. And uh, one of the main reasons the game of chess will do for me is because I love playing chess. Um, so I play it all the time. I play it online. I have online chess games going. I love playing chess. And so I'm looking forward really to watching a movie that looks like it has it will be entertaining and it has the game as the focal point. Uh, it's not a documentary and it's still interesting because usually chess, uh, anything chess on, on film is going to be, if it's, it's a documentary, uh, those can be somewhat interesting, but the, to see a real entertaining movie about this. So I'm looking but forward to it. Do you love Searching it, for Bobby Fischer? I love that movie. Um, I, You know, I it was I was okay with it. Oh. Uh, you know, I, I saw it kind of young. I didn't feel that it focused enough on the chess. It was much um, more about the family dynamic. Yeah. You know, it was much more about the yeah, family right. dynamic and, you know, what he was going through with that and about a really more, it felt to me more like about, a you know, a brilliant mind, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and kind of, you know, how you parent that and that that dynamic and it was right. a good movie for that mm -hmm. uh but you know the the chess part i think was this i'm hopeful that this has the chess is more of a focal point now so you know hopefully cool. i can learn a few things but it's uh coming available video on demand on uh, september the 3rd and so you can rent it on itunes then and i'm sure there'll be other platforms that will offer it for you offer it at you know the 20 dollar uh 20 dollar rate that's a add that to the list of things to do yes. on this glorious non-laborious exactly on, on labor day weekend mm -hmm. because you know the, the, tra the travel plans to france are canceled so uh yeah. i might as well watch the movie <laughs> those passports yeah no, no, um, so uh, uh, yeah no don't worry about that um and I, you know what got me on this was is i another movie i had not heard about i love love john leguizamo uh zamo so if i can't even pronounce the name uh i've loved him since the early days of his career moulin rouge i mean i just i mean in other stuff he's done uh spawn even yes there is a superhero yeah. movie mandy you could don't sink your teeth yeah that's, uh it, wait for the reboot yeah, the, so uh, <laughs> he's not as good as the source material yeah, no, 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 exactly. But but no, but you know what I love about this is is one I yeah, I do love. I totally have the searching for Bobby Fisher vibe. Um you've also got the stand and deliver vibe. Uh, you know, those sort of like, you know, different thinking in an educational setting. I I love that. Dangerous okay. minds. Dangerous minds, absolutely. Um, Hoosiers. I would also say this I, I was gonna say the substitute, yeah. but then I was like, no, no, not the substitute. Have you ever seen the substitute? I, I, I have not. No. Ninety six Tom Berenger? No. Oh, oh is yeah. that the one where he's it's, it's like a 
contract killer or something, right? And he just yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, like it's, it's a super Prince. violent movie, isn't it? It's not. Oh like, yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, that's one of the greatest scenes of words that I cannot say on this podcast because it's for okay, for fair, sensitive. Fair enough. No, it's that I, I digress. Yeah. Good pick. Um, all right, so mine. I you know this just came out today. This final trailer for this movie hit hit uh, well hit two days ago because it's Saturday. Correct. It hit on Thursday. Um, and, you know, look, here's the deal. Uh, no Time to Die. It's the new James Bond movie with Daniel Craig. Uh, it's directed by Kerry uh, Fukunaga, who I have not, I don't think I've seen any of his work, but I know that uh, he's... he's... It didn't, isn't he True Detective or am I totally wrong? Oh, uh, maybe Jane Eyre I will... Maniac. Are you on his yeah, we'll have... page? Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. For uh, oh yeah, he got the Emmy, primetime Emmy for a uh, director of outstanding drama series, True Detective. Yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. yeah from oh, oh yeah, yeah. there you go. His stuff is that was so stylish and different and smart. Well, no, so so I'm excited. Um, I I've enjoyed Daniel Craig. I always have loved James Bond, even even as he has evolved, thankfully into the into the modern world. Uh, and I'm you know here's the thing. This is why you want to watch this trailer. You know what I'm in the mood for right now these days? Good nostalgia. This trailer is nothing but dripping with nostalgia. It's loaded with the theme in all the places that you want to hear it. Crazy action sequences, awesome fighting, quick one line. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, right now, here's what I want. I want just classic James Bond kicking the bad guy's butts with help. Let's let's do it. <laughs> I was just very happy. By nostalgia, do you mean just rehashing everything we've ever seen in a James Bond movie? Yeah, with the theme. I mean, <laughs> the, this what? trailer to me was looked like everything else we've ever seen, and oh, oh no. I was not the motorcycle. The motorcycle coming up from the stairs and then leaping. Seen over it? The, yeah, I, I did it last <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I find myself in a similar, but not a similar, I guess between your both. So, so let me preface this by, I'll first start off with the positive. I will watch this movie, okay, because I'll watch it. But I'll start off with my whole James Bond thing. I don't count any of the Daniel Craig movies as James Bond movies because oh, yeah. I feel that they're not. James Bond movies, if you look at the Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, George Lazenby, uh, Pierce Brosnan movies, they all follow a formula, right? There's a big action set piece at the beginning. He's going to meet a girl. He's going to sleep with that girl. That girl's going to die. He's going to go hang out with Q for a bit to get some gadgets, put money penny for a bit, then go on to the main adventure where he's going to meet the next girl. The bad guy's <laughs> going to give a lot of exposition, and he's going to stop that plan, and then he's going to be, you know, go off into the sunset with the girl. The end. And if Spoiler I watch alert, any, exactly, Ocean. and if I yeah, watch I any mean, one movie, whew. if I watch any one movie, I don't have to know what happened in the other ones, right? I can, you can take anyone. If you say, "Hey, you want to see a James Bond movie?" I can, I can put in any Sean Connery one. Doesn't matter which one. I can put it in. You're not going to be lost. I can do the same with Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, and Chris Bonds, and all of them. The Daniel Craig movies, first off, don't follow that formula, and secondly, require you to have seen the other ones. Right, the first time I saw Quantum of Solace, oh, I couldn't stand it because about thirty minutes in, I looked at the people that I saw it with, and I said, "Does anybody know what's going on?" And we all were like, "No," because you had to remember exactly what happened in Casino Royale in order to understand Quantum of Solace. And so, to me, they with the Daniel Craig James Bond movies, they just decided to go 
in some other direction, like more Jason Bourne type movies, right? So you could have right. changed James in, in the Daniel Craig movies. You could have changed the character's name to something like you know uh, David Trench, right? And you would not have even thought they were ripping James Bond off because they did not follow the formula. They decided to go a whole other way. And so while I do think the movies are good and I do enjoy them, to me they don't count as James Bond. The last James Bond movie made was. Uh, so what is it? That one, that horrible Pierce Brosnan one that he made at the end. These these other ones are just it's just Jason Bourne with a different name. Sounds like a wow. valid argument, and Rob is crying. <laughs> oh, my tail is now permanently between my legs. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> okay, let me just say a couple things. Okay. Did I did I mention evolution? Did I mention nostalgia? Did I mention my need? I just want something that I, I just have great memories of and I just want to relive it yeah. again. And Pierce Brosnan made a bunch of those movies. And so did... Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I still so don't understand GoldenEye. <laughs> so Who, nobody yeah. understands GoldenEye. Oh my God, I know more about GoldenEye from the N64 and Nintendo 64 exactly. game than I do from that movie. Yeah. The, 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 the mo that, that movie was great. So and I, I can go on longer than you want to <laughs> about how much I like that movie. But uh, so I just don't, you know, I look forward to seeing the movie. I'm going to see the movie. I'm, you know, I, don't get me wrong. These Daniel Craig movies are good movies. They're very enjoyable. And I do enjoy watching them. I just, uh, they're not James Bond movies to me. No. I, and I think uh, the, the Jason Bourne comment is, is noted. And Mandy, yes, it's the same. Old, same old. <laughs> I understand. I, I do. I just I get a soft spot right. when this theme comes on and there's cool oh, explosions. Absolutely. Yeah, what it just it it filled the need that I had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, why can't movies be like comfort food? You know, sometimes I just well, that, I just well, want what can. I know and I am a consumer. No, it's okay. I understand. Uh so but but oh and and honestly with the Daniel Craig thing, I think though Ocean valid point. Yeah, they've been telling it's it's been like a you know a crazy uh season of Doctor Who. You you had to know everything to know what's going on. I'm looking forward to seeing how they wrap it up. Because that's what I assume is going to happen in this movie. Yeah, that a lot of his 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 arcs are going to get some resolution because this is going to be the last Daniel Craig James Bond movie, I would think. So yes. Well, okay. Well, yeah. next time. Yeah, then, gonna, then hopefully they'll move gonna, on to Idris Elba. Up my trailer game. <laughs> you know who so, I want to be the next James Bond? Idris Elba. I, I, he would be fantastic. That's not who I'm thinking of. Henry Golding. Um, in oh, Crazy absolutely. Rich Asians. Yes, Henry, he is the his... most golden. Henry Golding, he was the lead in Crazy Rich Asians. He is the most dapper, sharp guy working right now. And I just think he would be outstanding as James Bond. Oh, now, I've upset Ocean. I agree with you. I'm just going to say, though, you know what's going to spoil that for you? What? He's, he's going to be in a version of James Bond next year called Snake Eyes. Oh. He has been cast as oh. as the G.I. Joe character, Snake Eyes. They're in the process of rebooting the G.I. Joe oh. cinematic universe. All right. And he's that's his role. Is, is so. he playing Snake Eyes? Oh, yeah, I believe is. he is. But, but yeah, Snake Eyes doesn't Snake Eyes. talk. I know, I know. I don't know how they're going to do this. Yeah. Oh, he's got a good voice, maybe too. Good accent. And, All right. Well, maybe I'll just have a private... I like, that's a great, that's right? a great pick, though. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Also, Snake Eyes is... His face is completely covered. This is, you know, this is too good looking I know. of an There's actor. There's been a lot of so that you completely cover. It's like so. Yeah. It's like we're going to find a really good looking actor and cover his face and not let him talk. Let's let, let's talk. use Gilbert Gottfried or something. Like, don't exactly. do that to Henry Golding. Right, right. Whoa. Maybe there's flashbacks. Yeah. There's a flat. I think they're going to tell his story with flashbacks before all that happens. Oh, okay. See, now I'm glad. Now I'm glad I brought James Bond because this was a very good conversation. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. So <laughs> nice, nice job. All right. So I've got a game. Now this is going to be, this is a crazy game. I am a big 
well, not only am I a fan of movies, I'm a fan of the business of movies. And I was going around and looking at the numbers for the box office. So in celebration, if you're celebrating that movie theaters have somewhat opened, albeit your, your, your safety, please, please always keep your safety. Yes. Just keep your safe safety. The number one priority in your life. We'll see what happens. With that said, I thought, well, you know what? Let's talk about the box office from this year. So I have five questions for you. No looking. I think you're going to be surprised by the answers, but I thought this would be this would be a telltale sign of where the movie industry is right now. So we're going to have questions on the 2020 domestic box office. All right. First question. All right. Bring first it. question. How many movies in the top 10 of this year? were not released in 2020. How many movies in the top 10? So the top 10 of 2020 so far to date, the 2020 domestic box office. Right. How many movies in the top 10 were not released in 2020? I'm going to say five. I'm in, I think it's higher. It's going to be like seven or eight. Seven. I'll go seven. Oh, you were okay. Mandy, you were close. It's, it's actually only four. Oh. Surprisingly. No. Can you name them? Not at all. <laughs> now here's okay. So here's a hint. Like think, not think of even think of Christmas. Close. Think of Christmas last year, which I know seems like ten, 10 years, years ago. ago. Right, right. <gasps> but you mean yeah? You mean back in my well, I know they released a lot of like the Oscar bait in sure. you know right before the new year. I can't even think of one of those movies. Was there a new Star Wars? The the most recent Star Wars, the Skywalker, the, the one. Skywalker one. I just don't remember. That was this past December, right? Or was it? Is it is okay, correct. so then that's yes. one. That's what I was going to say. Uh, I was going to say that. that. Yeah, that is, it, 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 yeah, that's definitely one. Um, was there a Marvel movie? The, no, there was not. There was no. not. There was no Deadpool. Not no. even Deadpool. Think about some. Think about some of the Oscar contending movies. Maybe there were movies that involved uh, wars. Oh, like uh, oh, the was it nineteen seventeen? 1917. 1917? Oh. Okay, so yeah, so nineteen seventeen. Oh. You had a great point about Oscar contenders. There's another movie that was up for many Oscars, a, a little movie, maybe you could say, that came out right around Christmas. I think it actually came out on Christmas. Trolls World Tour? A little <laughs> a little movie about a certain gender of people. Oh, so it's, I, I, I believe he is hinting towards the movie Little Women, which was <laughs> the... What is yes. it, the fourth incarnation of that movie? Yeah, it was like probably. The fourth, yeah, yeah. I think it's the fourth time that it was done. So, yeah, there's Little Women. That was a big box office winner? Uh, well, well the, in, the, in COVID. In COVID, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, okay. And then the fourth one, um, uh, um, it's a sequel. And actually, the person who started that movie was recently in the news for actually just having recovered from COVID. Oh, the, Rock, the Jumanji Johnson. The, the, new, the new Jumanji. Jumanji, oh. Jumanji the yeah. next I level. have such a soft spot. Wait, The Rock had COVID? Yes, he and his whole family. Yes, that actually just came out. He just released that. He, his whole family had it. Oh. And they have fortunately recovered Good. Uh, from that and are, uh, are uh, doing well. All right. So here's my third question. Disney had seven movies in the top 10 for domestic box office in 2019. Currently, how many movies do they have in the top 10 of 2020? They had seven. Seven. Zero. Yeah, I like zero. Zero. Well, well, you mentioned what you mentioned the one. They have one Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, the Strike technically did, is a Disney did, movie. Yeah, didn't even come. Did not come out in twenty twenty. Yeah. That tells you something about how Disney's doing. So, going back to our story about them putting money into Disney Plus mm -hmm. productions, yeah. let me tell you. I mean, again, I know who's going to be like, "Are you actually boohooing Disney?" 
it's go. It, you cannot overstate how their business has been devastated yeah. by this. Yeah, and the I mean, not just the box office, yeah. but the parks and yeah. everything. It is really crazy. Things are going to have to change. Okay. All right. So here's an interesting one. So what is the current currently the highest grossing movie of 2020? Trolls World you, Tour. It's, <laughs> it, nope. It's not, not. You have not mentioned it. That has not been mentioned yet. <laughs> Um, it hasn't been mentioned. It hasn't been mentioned. It's the it's the number one box office movie of 2020. Yes, but it, it, when you say box office, you mean in the theaters in, from January right. and February. Tome, domestic gross. Yes, yeah, I'll give I'll give you I'll give you two hints. I need them. Uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Bad, bad boys, boys for life. Whatever <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yes, bad boys, bad for, boys life. for life is the number one highest grossing movie of 2020 with just over $204 million. Well, that yeah. means we can look forward to number five of that. Well, okay. So wait, <laughs> well, not only that, here's then my here's my fifth and final question. Well, then what will be the top three highest grossing movies at the conclusion of this year? But not counting home. Or are you counting home? Because won't Mulan kill? Oh, box office, domestic box office. The U.S. based on the, that. Well, there's that news, news announcement that, uh, what is it, AMC is going to open 70% of their theaters up to show Tenet. Right. So, Tenet. Oh, Tenet's a if good Tenet guess. comes out, Tenet is going to be number one. So, so no, if the, okay, what's right? the one all the, everybody is so excited about with the powers, with the... So, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, and then, but then, and then there's, there's another also... one, Mutant. Oh, the New Mutants. Oh, the New Mutants. Yeah, the New Mutants is, is no. out. Uh, it's not, it doesn't have the formula for a big box office. It's much uh, more of yeah. a, they need to put it in box office to make a little bit of money, get that thing to video right. where everybody will watch it. But but you're looking at like some of the bigger movies I was thinking at for the rest of the year is Wonder Woman, uh, Black Widow, uh, No Time to Die. Uh, Pixar is still going to try and release Soul, which interesting, they're going to release it on the same day as No Time to Die. December, I, the only two movies that popped out to me was Free Guy, which is that Ryan Reynolds comedy that takes place in like a virtual game that yeah. was was a big trailer at the beginning of the summer or you know end of the, of the it, spring. It looks very funny. It looks okay. funny. Yeah, he's, and he's great. A, a movie that I am definitely looking forward to, a sequel I never thought I would ever see, Coming to America. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So, sure, with sure. Eddie Murphy. Here's my point of all this, to, to wrap your heads around this. I'm going to predict that Bad Boys for Life is going to be the number one movie of the year. Well, mm. yeah, because people aren't going to race out to well, the box because, office. Because here's the deal. Even with those movies... There's no movie here that's going to make $205 million. Not in this environment. Not I, I in this environment, I yeah. think even in this environment, Tenet, Tenet could get there. There's so much around Tenet that I think Tenet could get there. And the fact that the theaters are opening up specifically for it, I think it could get there. But the other ones... If they just pack the, it The in, other right? ones, I don't think so. I don't even think Coming to America or Free Guy will come out this year. I think they, those those are two movies that are expensive and need to find their audience. And so I think that they'll end up waiting until 2021 until there is either a vaccine or a treatment. Well, are you so, guys like, going to go see Tenet in the theater when it comes out? Probably not, but and, no, I'm not. and you're you're the but exact I'm, target audience of that movie. Well, I'm I'm not the exact target audience. I'm definitely in it, but uh, at, at the same time, if I, I I think my calculation or my bet for that is much more involved with the fact that if the theaters are going to actually open up specifically for it, then that implies that they. You know, believe that the demand is so great for this movie that it could get there, and that, mm. um, or they're using that as the test bubble, right? So as the, te- mm-hmm. as, the, as the canary in the coal mine to say, hey, if this movie doesn't do really well, then maybe we just shut the whole thing down, cut the loss, mm-hmm. and then and then you got to look at other models. Oh, you know, something I meant to mention at the end was, are you going to watch Mulan? Oh, absolutely. The- yes. 
No, absolutely. Okay. It's coming out oh, on Disney. I the see. live action Mulan on Disney Plus. It's going to have you know Jet Li as a bad guy, and you know it, it looks it looks very it looks very entertaining. It's, a, it's de- definitely a a movie that I'm going to watch, and I'm going to you know bring my kids, and they're going to watch it too because they're we're all, we're Mandy? all interested in that. <laughs> Mandy, Mandy is, what do you think? Shaking your head, no. I am not looking forward to it. Yeah, Ooh. I don't know. There, uh, Mulan was never one of the Disney animated ones that I loved, and. My son, I think, is a bit past wanting to see Disney movies right now. Oh, okay. No, but, yeah, you no, know I, the the ones no, based on the the animated. Right, 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 you know? right, right. No, we're our house is super excited for it. I'm a little disappointed. There's no Mushu that I know of. <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, but anyway, I'm so. looking for. I I never watched the animated version. I thought the animated one. Oh. Uh, yeah. At the time, my kids were too young to care about that. I think we right. were. It wasn't that right around the time of Cars. So I remember, you know, I, I had boys, so Cars dominated. Cars and Happy Feet dominated. Uh, I felt the like it was before, but. So, yeah. yeah so, but yeah, then so if it was. That was probably a real Okay, so then if it was before, then, yeah. So I. I then I oh, didn't no, have was, kids then. Yeah. So there was no way I was watching that. Uh, well, so. <laughs> as as we all know now, so anyway, so the box office is crazy. This is this is going to go down with a huge asterisk for this year for movies. We're going to see how. What the interesting thing will be is to see how movie production and movie budgets change. As a result of this, is everything as we slowly move towards normalcy one day, one day. All right. All right. All right. So we've got our lists. Yes. Now, this this is really interesting. So as everybody knows, we had we had an option. We had a couple things that this could have been. This could have been lists of island movies. That didn't win. Fortunately. Um, we also we also did have actors who died shortly after production. And that was close. I mean, I think it was literally almost a tie. And then at the final Final push, unusual vocations is our topic for our movie lists. Now, for those of you who don't know, of not I didn't say vacation, not unusual vacation. I said vocation. Vocation uh, usually has religious meanings with, you know, what you're meant for, right, in some way. It's taken on a, a much more, uh, you know, pop culture usage, especially in the last 10 to 20 years. What is it? It's an occupation to which a person is especially drawn to or which they are suited, trained, or qualified. It's a job, Rob. Well, well but it's a, jo- <laughs> it's a job you're meant for. <laughs> I All right. didn't, which we're d- I didn't think of them that way, right but now. okay. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> let's, let's start off. All right, Mandy, you begin. I'm going to go with the most obvious one and take it so you guys can't have it. Ooh. Ghostbusters. Okay. Oh. oh, okay. Right? Oh, yeah. you didn't think? Oh, I, I, I did thought not that think would of be the one. first thing everybody would say. No, I didn't think of that as unusual. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you know, you know no, a lot of people that hunt ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> no. What a great. I mean that that movie. I, I still, to me, that movie defines eighty four. Nineteen eighty four is that movie. Yeah. I mean, it's but just fantastic. I just got the new action figures. They might be over my shoulder. Uh-huh. Uh, that you know, those are those are just uh, st- they're on pegs right now. A- Amazon has them. They're available at Hasbro. They have a whole new line of figures: Dana Barrett, Terror Dogs, everything. Oh. So I mean, that's that is still in our uh, collective psyche. And with the new movie uh, now coming out in twenty twenty one, obviously yeah. big deal. Yeah, yeah. I, nice. I will have to admit and confess here that I have never seen Ghostbusters. I know. I've never seen any of them. Oh, ocean. Oh. Oh, well, well, no, wait, with that said, you only need to see the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not any, I mean, look, 
that we that the reboot is a totally different conversation. Yeah. Ghostbusters two is admittedly even the cast is like yeah, that never yeah. happened. Don't worry about it. Well, I, I had the soundtrack right. for that movie. So. Yeah, <laughs> nice, yeah. nice, a nice pick. Yeah. Ocean, what do you got? Okay, so I'm going to go with what I thought of as the obvious first uh, unusual one, and that is uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Because, nice work. Because <laughs> nice work. that is an unusual. And I, I think I accidentally backed into the theme of he felt drawn to it because clearly he, he felt very drawn to it as a great, uh, you know, it's a, for, I don't know who, who listens that doesn't know, but anyone doesn't know it's, an, it's a Jim Carrey movie that, uh, where he plays, a, he plays a pet detective and he goes and solves pet mysteries. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's had a, really, it's a really good uh, trick. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the, the first I one love had a whole, those movies. The whole story about the uh, yeah. Miami Dolphin mascot, yeah. which. Yeah, I, I don't have a mascot, which uh, to me that was another layer of funny for that. All right, no, great. That's a really good pick. All right, all right. So mine is um, and okay for those of you who have listened before. Whenever I pick my three movies, they all have some interconnecting thread. I won't tell you what it is until we get to the second pick, because then you'll figure it out. The vocation of my first movie is Educator of Rock. That's right, the 2003 musical comedy starring Jack Black. School, School of Rock, of rock. Mm-hmm. or or as we refer to it here, is the Ballad of Dewey Finn, oh. which is his character. Oh, but, is that, oh mean, that's character's name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, here's the deal. You know why you need to know about that movie? This and look at how all the dots connect in this episode. Right? Mm-hmm. We've been talking about Disney and everything with our ch- kids and all these things. You go on. If that movie doesn't happen, you know what also doesn't happen? Oh. I Carly. There's no iCarly. And if you don't know what iCarly is. Miranda, what's her face? Miranda Cosgrove. This is where she got her start. That entire show, which let's just say if your children grew up in the 2000s, you knew what iCarly was. Big deal. It was a huge deal. It was before its time. I love School of Rock. I just wanted that on the record. Yeah. yeah. And the other day I was walking around the house and I was like, what is this from? If you live hardcore, then you like, and I was like singing that song. I'm like, what, what is that? What is that earworm? But it was yes. School of Rock. And it's the heart, the heart that ties that movie together. Love it. It's great. All right. All right, Mandy, back to you. My list is so varied, but this, I'll go deep. There was a movie that I couldn't remember the name of, and I found it. It's called The Sessions. This is a, this is a deep cut. Okay. okay. So this movie was about a man who couldn't move his body and hired a sex surrogate so he could lose his virginity, played by Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. This is oh, a Helen Hunt movie. John I know. Okay. This is not a joke. Like that yes. movie is yes. beautiful. It was a fantastic yes. movie. And I just remember it. And I remember that she took her job very seriously as a sex surrogate. Yes. And not a job, not a vocation you hear about very often. No, you don't. Did I just bring it all down? I brought it all down. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, that's no. Are you kidding me? This, the, this, there's, this show has to have some seriousness every once in a while. Or else, what are you, okay. what are you here for? The, the alternate was Paul Blart Mall Cop, but whatever. I'm just. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I got to find a new edition of my li- No, I'm kidding. No, she got, I mean, she got a lot of critical acclaim for that performance because it is it so was, raw. It's, it's, it's real. I it mean, is incredible. It, yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Good pick. Thanks. All right. Ocean. Okay. So since we went on, I went heavy on the unusual vocations being that something that you would not hear about for these for my first couple. Um, Then this next one is a movie that I actually heard about for the first time on, on the Saturday matinee. It was a trailer that was uh, chosen by Andy. Uh, It's a movie called guest of honor. And uh, 
basically it's it's a story about a um a, a man the main the main character is played by uh, David Th- Thulis uh Thulis and he plays a, a food inspector and oh, yeah. in it, he is a he's a food inspector who is uh trying to understand a bit more about his daughter who has chosen to be in jail for a crime that she did not commit and then he wants to understand not only that, you know, why she would do that, but then also uh, decide to what, how and to try to understand well, how it reflects upon him as a parent. So, no, that's really good. And plus, I think I think I was on that episode of Satmat actually because yeah. I remember yeah. that conversation. Because yeah. um, I thought to myself, well, that's Remus Lupin from Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yes, yes, yes. Harry Potter is the is the bad guy in uh, in Wonder Woman. Yeah. Out, which, uh, yes, which I learned it then. So then, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, oh, very, very yeah. uh, another another deep pick. Yes, um, my second pick is not as deep. the vo- The vocation is a a wrestling holy man. Yes, the 2006 comedy, also starring Jack Black, Nacho <laughs> Libre. Couldn't fit through it. <laughs> so. I couldn't. You, I've tried many times. Can't say that Wait, wait, that wait, movie. wait, wait. I mean, how do you you that that opening sequence where he's where it shows him as the little kid and he's taking all the stuff from like the monastery and he's are you not sold? No. Can I tell you this? You, okay, so here's not only am I bringing that up because of Jack Black and it is well. Okay, this is in the truest sense an unusual vocation. Do you know what's going to blow your mind about that movie that I don't know if a lot of people know? What was that? It is based on a true story. Oh. <laughs> so there is actually a Roman Catholic Mexican priest by the name of Sergio Benitez. And for 23 years, he led a side side hustle as a masked luchador and competed in wrestling matches to support the orphanage that he was a part of. Wow. You know what his, what his, what his name, his ring name was? Macho <laughs> Libre. <laughs> Oh, Ray Mysterio. This is, this is so Ray Mysterio, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it was Frey Tormenta. Frey Tormenta, translated from Spanish, is Friar Storm. Oh, wow. clever! Yeah, how That's, ridiculous is yeah. that? I had no idea. It was now it's loosely based on a true story. Yeah, it's, yeah. So. All right, Mandy, back to you. Bring us, bring us home. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. The first one that occurred to me is a, a rom-com starring Matthew McConaughey and Sarah Jessica Parker called Failure to Launch. And her vocation is parents of adult males hire her to fake a relationship with their adult male sons to get them to move out of the house. So she, like, dates them, makes them feel oh independent, yes. makes them fall in love with her. They move out, and then she breaks up with them and goes away. That's not a real vocation. <laughs> oh, that's a real, and that is a That's really good. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, Way to go. I, 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 I was not interested in that movie until just now. I didn't realize that's <laughs> now what it was in, about. Now you're all over. Yeah, now I may have to go check that one out. That was a good job. I'm happy to recite it for you after the yes. podcast. All right. <laughs> okay. Nice pick. All right, Ocean, what do you got? Okay, so I had to uh, dive into, as, as I decided to stay with unusual vocations, um, d- digging into my catalog of, of movies I know where the vocation is very odd, I chose 2007's Balls of Fury. 
Um, and uh-huh. it stars, yeah, stars uh, uh, Dan Fogler. Dan as Fogler. A pro, yes, as a former, down and out former professional ping pong player. And mm-hmm. so I was like, well, I, I have not seen any other movies that start professional ping pong players because Forrest Gump was merely an amateur. And so yeah. therefore... Oh, that's true. That is yes, true. Good yes, distinction, yeah. Yes, yes. So, so therefore, I, I chose this as, as if you want to see a movie where ping pong is, treat, is given the respect that it is truly due, Balls of Fury is the movie for you. There you go. And yeah. you know, you, 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 you buried a, a sub headline in that. That movie also stars Christopher Walken. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah. So, and it's Which Christopher people Rockett, would go, Christopher, yeah, yeah. If you if you've never seen this yeah. movie, you're like, wait, what? Yeah, I, I did kind of bury that his role in modern times. Oh, it may may or may not be for you because you know you you look at that role and be like, may, maybe they should have had an, an actor of a different nationality performing. It, 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 it is okay. Role, the old but, Mickey yeah. Rooney remind, from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. So well, okay. There we go. Yeah. Let's remind everyone yeah. the title of this movie. Balls yes, fury. of fury. Yes. <laughs> I think you know what you're getting. Yes. Well, hopefully, hopefully you do. Yes, yeah. If yeah, you yeah. if you're easily offended, do not watch this movie. Oh yeah, proceed with caution. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a great. That's another great pick. All right. So my final one. So let's see what movie starring Jack Black could could involve usual vocation. This is this one's weird, and I had not seen this. I watched it specifically for this. It's it's the vocation is. A polka king, oh. and what's the name of the movie? Polka King. It's the, pol- the Polka King. <laughs> yeah, it's a 2018 comedy that's on Netflix. It premiered on Netflix. You can still watch it on Netflix. It tells the real, true life story of a Polish American polka band leader, Juan Levan, who uh, who basically got caught up in a Ponzi scheme all the time he was out serenading church bazaars and everything else. And uh, Jason Schwartzman's in it. I'm going to tell you this. I missed this when it first came out, and I should have watched it. Why? Because the movie takes place near the place where I grew up, my hometown oh. in northeastern Pennsylvania. Huh. So it actually takes place in Hazleton, Hazleton south of Wilkesbury. I grew up between Wilkesbury and Scranton. Um, it, okay, it's weird. It's what you would expect, like from these, like you know, a few years ago, these made for Netflix movies. But Jack Black just owns it, and I got to tell you something. There's a scene in it with Jason Jason Schwartzman. Where if you're a content creator, if you're an artist of any kind, it's a it's a scene that is surprisingly poignant. Basically, they're having this conversation that they're not making enough money playing church bazaars. And Jason Schwartzman is basically lamenting that, you know, his family members, even he knows the old Polish women from this area, they don't want to pay. They want to pay for their for their booze. They want to pay when they drink, but they don't want to pay to hear the music. And he's lamenting that, you know, this is ridiculous how much it hurts my craft that I can't get paid to do what I love, but they'll pay to have their highballs. It was, it touched me. Maybe it's just, it's been on my queue in Netflix for, since it came out. And I just, every time I'm like, I don't know, maybe I should. And I go buy it. But now Rob, I will watch it. Yeah. Watch it. And you, you will, you will be uniquely disturbed (laughs) (laughs) because again, I'm from there. Yeah. This app, this, this actually totally happened. So, wow. Unusual vocations. We hit everything. Can I don't think that I was prepared for that. All right. May I mention my backups? Please do. Oh, oh yes. Some honorable I'm mentions. A, what do you got? I'm a type A nerd. I'm like the Tracy Flick of the podcast. So, mm-hmm. um, please. Well, I already mentioned Paul Blart Mall Cop. You just don't hear a lot about mall cops. <laughs> no. Um, one idea I had was, uh, and I never saw the movie, but I have this image of Richard Pryor as the toy 
Like, doesn't the oh. rich dad actually say, like, we hired him yes. as a toy for my son? Yeah, yeah. They hired so him that's as a, a weird job. As a friend. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But, it's, yeah, but they but call a him a, a toy. toy. Yeah. Uh, and then my mom offered up Goldie Hawn in Wildcats, just that you don't often see a female football coach, head coach. Oh. Yeah. But so those are my backups. Okay. Again, yeah. thoughtful. Yeah. Very. Deep. Yeah. Yeah, I did not think wow. of any of those. I take yes. this yeah. seriously. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, all I had was Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny, which, I mean, that was only going to get me so far. You, you didn't you know want to do is. three other Kyle Gass movies? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what, you know. Oh, boy. Are, are right. there three other Kyle Gass movies? <laughs> well, Anything Jack Black is in. Yeah. Well, do you want to know? Well, actually. Oh, wow. Deep Cut. We're going to do this. Can you name a movie that Kyle Gass is in? When I say it, your mind's going to be blown. Other than Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny? No, yeah. I cannot. Uh, elf. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's an elf. He's one of the writers, he's, right? With Andy Richter? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right. That's, uh, look at this. Yeah. The more you know. Yes. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Tune into this And knowing is half the battle. All right. So we have a unique. Oh, <laughs> we got GI Joe. We exactly. got GI Joe yeah. references. Yeah. That's like the second one. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, okay, so we got to come up with some th- thoughts for for uh, for the guys for next week. the The topic is the movie is Life is Beautiful. Are you familiar with this movie? Yes, I love okay, it. You see it? Ocean, no, not okay. I'm not familiar That's, with okay. it. Nor have I heard of it before. So. Um, okay, so this was uh, Roberto Benigni, Italian filmmaker. He made this film. This is like mid '90s. It critical acclaim. Uh, it's a foreign film, it, and it's a how do I say this? A somewhat of a dramedy set during the Holocaust in a concentration camp. In a concentration camp. It's absolutely it, stunning. So it's, oh, it is. It's so, a stunning so movie. The dad, so the dad is held prisoner with his son and he creates like a funny world for the son so the son doesn't realize the danger that he's in and the horror all around him oh. so it's this beautiful father son if you loved your children you would see it i'm just saying but you know <laughs> well like, it's really I'm, I'm gonna have to really decide good. which way i fall on that so. <laughs> yeah we'll see yeah. after the yeah. pandemic yeah yeah. So, yeah yeah i see them a yeah. lot now so yeah yeah. <laughs> no, understood. So, so where do we start? What do we got? What ideas can we pull from? Well, I mean, comedies beautiful. from tragedy, or com- you know, comedies set in dark, oh. unhappy times, like Schindler's okay. List. <laughs> Hilarious. Which is not a comedy. Yeah. Exa- right. Right. Yeah. This is this is the trying to bring humor to what is a right. horrifying situation. All right. But I comedies in hist- during historic events. Or, or, or like, like tragic that. events. Yes. I right. feel like there there's stuff there. Okay. But would Steel Magnolia right, count? Yeah, I mean yeah. laughter through tears. Well, don't give them don't give oh, them ideas. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, father son. I mean, isn't that the whole theme of the movie? Like that relationship as the core? Oh, absolutely. Father and son, uh, do we have to make that well, father and son, um, not not trips, not trip. Uh, Adventure or journey, father son, or father, yeah, father and son. That that's a, that's about as positive a spin as you can give that. Father and son adventures, Adventure. which I mean, it is. Oh God, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel I feel bad. Benini would enjoy that though. He would totally say that. That's his. That's not. That's not knocking the movie. 
How about surprise tanks? Surprise. As in the movie tanks or as <laughs> yeah. in no, that there's a tank see, that shows now, up in the movie? If you haven't seen the movie, if you haven't seen the movie, that that will be like, what are you talking about? Let's let's just say that a tank plays a an important moment in the movie. That I'm joking. There's no way that can possibly. I don't well, remember. Man, if we, if we hate everybody what? next week. We could, we could. I, I can already think of two movies that that happens in. So, oh, see, there's possibility. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, well, tank, tank as cast member. Oh my god, this is this is the kind of stuff these guys are going to kill me for because they're going to be like, that's your. Is the, is, you're not taking this is seriously. The tank I'm a cast it very member? Seriously. Well, it's just it plays a vital role. Like again, spoiler. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin anything. But there, there is. There's few movies where a tank shows up and you go, oh. <laughs> This well, is one of those movies it, where the tank it, shows up and you go. Oh. Well, I guess the, is the tank anthropomorphized? Like, do, do, do they treat oh, the no. tank like oh, a no, no. person? Oh no, this is just no. This is flat out. Okay, oh, tank so I know like yeah. you could do something that. with like you know. Well, never mind. If, it, if they no. don't treat the tank like a person in some way, then my idea doesn't work. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. no how how many do we have to come up with? I feel like we three. just they, crushed they like it. Three. So we yeah, did we it. Need, we needed. So, well, okay, wait. I don't know if that was great. Hold on. This was, this was the one I had thought of. I was thinking I'd do the homework. Okay. And again, if you haven't seen the movie, this won't make a ton of sense, but awkward dinner waiters. I don't remember that scene. So there is a crazy scene where he is the waiter in a, in a dining scene that is just awkward completely. And I know that I I would uh, I would rather tank surprise tank. All right, we'll kind of see. Well, give a, give them like a awkward, choice between those awkward, yeah. awkward, awkward waiters. Well, awkward meal, right? So if you did awkward meal, yeah, awkward yeah, awkward dinner. Oh yeah, awkward do, awkward dinner meals. Yeah. There we go. Why does it have to be yeah, dinner? We, what do yeah, you have against just, breakfast? Yeah, well, awkward, it could be an awkward, awkward lunch. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, brunch yeah. can be very awkward. Yeah, it can be. Ocean and I could tell There's you stories. No one's, yeah, no one's ever had a conversation about life is beautiful like this. Yeah. I can guarantee you that. I know. Uh, all right. All right. That's good. I think we've covered that. Wow. That, what a great way to start a Saturday morning. We did it. <laughs> yes. This is amazing. Do you have uh, any final words? Any final thoughts? Should they rhyme? I wasn't prepared for a final thought. No, just no. And whatever you want to know off the top of your head. Wishes for uh, for laborers, maybe. I don't know, for this holiday. Well, people to just relax, take care of their own. Yeah, I mean, what a great excuse to watch a ton of movies uh, here in Los Angeles. We're going to have a we are in the middle of a massive heat wave. We are not supposed to leave our homes. So great excuse to watch a bunch of movies. And now I'm considering, like, is my son old enough for Pet Detective? But I don't think so. I think I got to wait. Yeah. <laughs> I have some memories yeah, of that might, movie. Yeah, he might be well, just a bit young. A little racy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless you want, well, the question is how how much do you want him talking out of his butt for the next few oh, weeks? Oh, that I'm yeah. fine with. Well, all right, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's a great uh, great thought. This is a time to get catch up on movies. Ocean, yeah. any any uh, parting thoughts? Well, well, I also agree. It's good time to catch up on movies. I I I guess I hope everyone has a happy uh, Labor Day weekend. And if you are able, I hope you are able to safely. Uh, get out to be somewhere other than where you live all the time. Like I, my family and I, we went to the coast uh, recently and it was just nice to get out to see a different set, just just different scenery. So mm-hmm. if you're able to safely do that, please uh, maybe take advantage of three-day weekend to just take your family somewhere different so you see something else. And, you know, get outside and enjoy nature because the weather's great. Not in L.A. No, no. Okay. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so, it's different <laughs> everywhere. Get out of L.A. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody, let's go to Ocean's house. Woohoo. Yes, yeah, right. Party in Portland. 
<laughs> but those are wise. I think those are wise yes. words. All right. Well, very good. Uh, just, you know, some some uh, closing stuff here. Uh, if you want to vote in next week's list challenge, go ahead and head over to the, to the Show Talk channel in the Next Real Discord community, and you can lend your vote to the chaos that is list picking and movie sabotage each week. Surprise tanks. I mean, come on. <laughs> Vote for it. You know it's going to be big. Uh, <laughs> so how do you access this Show Talk channel, you ask? All you have to do is head over to patreon.com slash the next reel and become a supporter of the next reel family of podcasts. For a mere $5 a month, you'll become a concessionaire supporter and get access to show live streams as we record orally access to shows in your very own personal podcast feed and access to the super secret member channels in the next dis- next real discord i was thinking to myself i nailed this and then i turded it right at the end that's fine you know how to get all that that's great well everyone thank you so much for tuning in you guys have been wonderful i've enjoyed this tremendously please enjoy your weekends and stay safe and you're gonna love this i i wanted to end the show with some some with a great final quote in the words of dorothy zabornak you'll always be my sisters always the last episode (laughs) oh god have a great one everyone bye I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January, or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Mm-hmm.